Hey, Junior. Parsha's Kedoshim. Cleaning for the robots. The Holtzbacher home was a buzz. Literally, the family's new housekeeping robots were bustling around, cleaning the house. One robot with sponges for hands was busy cleaning the windows. Another was scooping up toys off the floor and putting them on their proper shelves in the playroom. In the kitchen, a team of pastry robots were busy making cookies and cakes for the Sheva Brachas that the Holtzbachers were hosting the next day. Ari Holtzbacher walked into the house after a day of learning in Cheder and took off his backpack. A gleaming stainless steel robot zoomed over, took it from him, removed the Mishnaya's Chazara sheet from inside, and placed it neatly on the dining room table while a shiny black robot swiftly fetched a Mishnayas from the shelf and put it next to the Chazara sheet. Thank you, Ari said, to yet another robot that had just come over from the kitchen, carrying a paper cup filled with ice water. Ari then made a beautiful shahakal, reading the bracha off of the electronic screen built into the robot's chest, and drank the water. The robot then refilled his cup and put it next to his Mishnayas. Ari began to learn. He usually would go play with his friends before dinner, but there was a big Mishnayas test coming up, and he wanted to make sure that he knew it well. And besides, Mommy said he couldn't go play until his room was clean, and the robot that did that was cleaning his sister Malki's room first. Hi, Ari. How was school, Tati said, walking into the dining room. Ari hurriedly stood up for his father before answering. Baruch Hashem, it was great, he said with a smile. Tati offered to help Ari with his Chazara, and the two of them sat down to learn together. The Mishnah in Masros was describing at what point different fruits become Chayev in Miser. I don't understand what the Mishnah means by Ha'afar Sikin Sheyatilu Gidim, Shimi said. Ha'afar Sikin are peaches, right? But what does Mishiyatilu Gidim mean? Well, actually, Tati said, in modern Hebrew, Afarsik is a peach, but it's a machloikis, what Afarsikin in the Mishnah are. Rashi and some other Rishonim say that they are indeed peaches. However, some Mephorshim say that they are actually pistachios. But assuming that they are peaches, it means that red lines start to appear inside the fruit. Red lines in the fruit, asked Ari. I guess I never paid too much attention to the inside of a peach before. Well, why don't we see for ourselves, Tati said. The peaches in our garden are just starting to ripen. Let's go out and maybe we can find one, just like the Mishnah describes. Ari and Tati got up to walk outside. As they walked across the dining room towards the garden, Ari tossed his now empty cup onto the floor. Ari, said Tati, surprised. How could you just throw your cup onto the floor? I'm shocked. Well, I just figured that a robot would clean it up anyway, Ari said. As just then, a floor-sweeping robot rolled into the dining room and promptly began sweeping the floor. Ari, Tati said, it says in this week's parsha by the mitzvah of Orla, el kol When you come to Eretz Yisrael and you shall plant all forms of fruit trees, and the Medrash tells us that even in the beautiful and fruitful Eretz Yisrael, there is a mitzvah to plant trees. But it's not just about trees. The lesson here is that wherever we are, we must respect our environment and take care of it. You're in a beautiful home. Don't disrespect it by throwing trash on the floor. 
When you're in the base medrash and you take a safer off the shelf, you put it back on the shelf. It is basic hakarosatov to make sure we leave our surroundings just the way we find them. Oh, said Ari sheepishly, I didn't think of it that way. And quickly, before the robot can make it to the cup, Ari picked it up and put it in the trash can himself. One more thing, Ari, his father added, we always have to keep in mind what the world would look like after we leave from here. Are we planting beautiful trees and flowers and making it better with our mitzvahs? Or are we throwing garbage on the floor and planting thorns, ruining the world by our arveiras? This is a very important lesson that I heard from Rav Avigdor Miller 30 years ago, and I still think about it every single day. I hope you, Ari, remember it as well. Have a wonderful Shabbos! Take away. We must always be productive and plant and make the world better. Certainly, we shouldn't ruin anything.